10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Welcome to the podcast from Doug Ground Up Productions with hosts Lady Miz and Ray. This, 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 this is a universal platform and there is nothing off limits. We talk about it all and we keep it real. This is a no judgment zone. So come, so as, you come as you are. If you are a professional, entertainer, author, comedian, entrepreneur, or just someone who wants to get something off their chest, we'll let your voice be heard here on From the Ground Up Productions. Sponsorship and other opportunities are available from The Ground Up Productions. Turning nothing into something. There's only one way to go from here. Here And now, here are your hosts, Lady Miz and Ray. Yes, 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 yes. Happy Monday, everybody. It's from the Ground Up Productions, and there is only one way to go from here. Y'all already know what it is. I'm your host, Lady Miz. This is my co-host. Ray, the silent assassin. Yes, and From the Ground Up Productions is a place where creators come together to talk about the products or services, music or art that they created. We want to entertain, but also educate you at the same time. Today, we have two guests on. Our first guest, we have Mike, you, Michael Matthews, who is the founder and owner of Digital Radio Tracker, okay, which is the leading global internet radio monitoring company which tracks audio airplay of songs that's played on the internet uh, or internet radio stations all around the globe and then after that we have Marquise from Harlem who is a promoter he's coming on today to give away two free tickets to see the four SMDs and friends so guys we have an amazing show for y'all if you haven't already make sure you subscribe Hit the like button and share this live. So without further ado, let's bring on our first guest, Michael Matthews. <laughs> Hello. Thanks for having me tonight. Listen, I'm excited to have you on here. Um, when I came across the content where I seen another interview that you was on, um, I was like, I, I hope that he's willing to come on our show to talk to us because what you have is definitely something that I know we need um, for people who do podcasts, me as an artist. So I'm so excited to dive into this, uh, this, this interview and get the answers, you know, to the questions that we have from you. Yeah, great. Here to answer any of the questions you or your uh, your listeners may have, uh, whether it's about DRT or as the music industry as a whole. Uh, it's all about giving back and informing, uh, getting the right information out there to the right people. Absolutely. Absolutely. So um, I first want to start off by asking you the main thing, right, for people who may not know, what is DRT? What does it stand for and what does it mean in detail? Uh, Digital Radio Tracker, also known as DRT, is a broadcast monitoring company where we monitor radio stations around the world. We're currently tracking more than 5,000 radio stations, compiling that data. We put, produce charts every week. We also produce airplay reports for radio station playlists, as well as artists, labels, managers that may want to access that data. Uh, the importance now we're in 2022, analytics are very, very important to music careers to uh, those behind the scenes that are trying to figure out how to market their music better, trying to figure out how to monetize their music. So information and data analytics is very, very important. So what we've created at DRT is a whole new way of tracking music. Uh, we all know about all the other monitoring companies that have been around for years, and they predominantly focus on like the top 200 metro markets or just terrestrial FM and Sirius Satellite. What we started seeing happening in the industry was there was a major void. We saw a lot of new music was being broke online, especially at digital streaming radio, and nobody wanted to track it. Nobody wanted to put together those analytics that be able that those that are getting played can be able to maximize that data to monetize their careers. And so we said, okay, you know what? 
We're going to step out of the box of the money. We're going to go out here. We're going to give a voice to the unheard. We're going to go into territories like Russia, India, uh, Mexico, South Africa, territories that no one else in the world wanted to monitor, whether it's even terrestrial FM or digital streaming radio, and say, hey, look, wait a minute. These, these stations have an audience, too. You guys have an audience. It doesn't matter if there's 100 people listening or 100,000 people listening. It's all about building a community and a collective voice to be able to be heard and make an impact on this industry that we all love. So that's ultimately what Digital Radio Tracker stands for. I love that. I love that. Again, very much needed. And I, I thank you for that, too, because it is true, like, you know, especially for independent artists, um, we it's a business for us as well, too. Just even if you're an artist and you sign to a label, it's still a business. If you're doing it yourself, it's still a business because it's a brand that you're building. So it's so important to know how do I get paid for my business? Because we're in it, you know, also to get, you know, paid for what we do. Um, so. Let's talk about in detail. So I know you gave us, um, you know, some, uh, basically the, the rundown on what digital radio tracker, with, tracker is about. But let's talk about some details on specifically who this really benefits. It's a great question. Well, a lot of people use DRT. A lot of people use a lot of monitoring companies, whether it's labels, whether it's artists, whether it's uh, managers, whether it's uh, publicists, even promoters. Um, there's a lot of people tapping in. DJs, program directors are also tapping in, getting that information because they want to know what's being played, what's hot, what's happening, what's the trends, what's going on out here. I mean, there's also a lot of other streaming analytics like your Spotify and Apple Music and such. But a lot of things that people are noticing is the expanded growth at the digital streaming radio level. What people don't even realize is that there's more money being put into advertising at digital radio than even Facebook. It's a multi-billion dollar industry what's going on now. People are starting to realize that the reach is now, we're, we're, in, a, we're in what I call a DIY society now. We're in a DIY global music industry now. So now what before used to be only to a limited audience or limited distribution, now you have to think very differently. It's no longer about maybe a 500 mile radius you used to hear that back in the day about you know targeting your local market and so forth the local market is now the globe even when it comes to street promotion now back in the day you used to have posters on telephone poles and rap vans and all these things going through the streets now what is the streets now the streets is the internet it's social media it's the globe so we have to think very very differently now and using data like what drt produces it allows an artist, it allows a manager to be able to enhance their marketing campaigns, be able to expand their merchandising, be able to book shows, be able to set up interviews. All of these types of things are several ways you can benefit from having those analytics. There's a lot of power and strength in, in information. And that's one of the things that I loved about creating DRT. It was like, wait a minute, nobody wanted to give a voice to this big audience. It was almost like a big stage out here that's playing all of this music. But most importantly, like you said earlier, independent artists and labels, they didn't have a third party. That's what DRT is. We're a third party monitoring source. We don't own your music. We don't own the record labels. We're a complete third party source that is independent that can produce that data as a third party that you can then use to go to sound exchange, go to your performance rights societies, be able to say, hey, wait a minute, I have proof that my song is being played. I have airplay uh, uh, spins, I have, I have the exact time of day it was played, all these different analytics that we can produce for you to be able to give you, you your attorneys, your managers, ammunition to be able to go in there and say, hey, wait a minute, where's my check at? And that was kind of one of the biggest things in the beginning, because a lot of people, do you really know, lady, like, where does your song go when it goes viral on social media? What happens at an MP3 when you leak it out and you say, hey, I just want to get some feedback from a DJ friend of mine. He turns around and posts it. He turns around and sends it to 100 of his DJ friends. All of a sudden, Lady Miss is being played in Australia, Japan, Europe, and you had no idea unless you got a DRT report and you were able to see that, then with that data, you were able to go in and then monetize it and say, hey, wait a minute, there's fans there. There's people like my music. 
Let me let me go ahead and target them on social media. Let me maybe sell merchandise to those people. All of those types of things can come from just having the data analytics that DRT provides. Mm, I love okay. it. I, I got so much to say to that, but I know we already had something. Now, to say. when you when you're monitoring now, like oh, our station, if we play somebody's song, you'll monitor that also. So you'll catch it if somebody on YouTube plays it. One of the unique things, and it's funny you brought that up, right, is that what people don't realize is that Digital Radio Tracker is the only monitoring company in the world that we track radio stations. We don't track songs. What I mean by that is with all the other monitoring companies, you have to do what's called an encoding or fingerprinting. Send your song in. Just think about that a minute. What if you don't know to do that? Maybe you're a novice in the music industry. Maybe you don't have the contact, or maybe your manager didn't send it in. And you just created a song last night in the studio and you decided to share it on social media or you decided to email it out to some DJ friends of yours. What if that song started getting played? You know what that means? You've now lost those spins. You, those detections did not come through just mm -hmm. because your song wasn't encoded. Well, what we decided to do at Digital Tracker that was different was we said we weren't going to follow the songs. We were going to follow the stations. So what we do is we actually monitor the radio stations and we timestamp every song that they play. Therefore, we are able to capture all of the songs that are being played, not just the songs that are encoded. So if a, if a, if a other monitoring source only has two songs in their database, that entire 24 hours, they're only going to log just those two songs. Whereas Digiradio Tracker is logging all of the songs that are played in 24 hours. That's the major label releases, the known artists, as well as the unknown the new and developing arts. So that's what we found was a brilliant way to do it was say, wait a minute, we don't want to miss spins because that's money. We don't want to miss spins because that's valuable information that labels and artists are depending on someone to provide. So we wanted to create a system that was going to not just be able to, to, to track songs, but track it in a way that was going to not leave holes and gaps, be able to give valid data that then everybody can then take and monetize. So that's just one way that DRT separated from other monitoring sources. But that's the key way that we make sure that every song is collected, not just select songs. So I love that. I, playing field. It's very different. Yes, yes, yes. And it's so funny you said that because me as an artist, you know, when I create songs um, again, you know, and we'll and I want to touch on this a little bit, too, as far as understanding how to properly label your song with the with the metadata and things like that. I would love for you to touch on that as well. But um as an artist, like I was saying, I've sent I've sent out plenty of things. And again, I know that it's getting played. Sometimes I even tune in to these people's uh, station and I hear it, but I'm like, what? I'm looking at my BMI, right? And I'm like, I don't see this information here. So again, you know, your company is very much needed. And I know a lot of people <laughs> that would definitely need, uh, you know, the services that you guys provide. Um, what I would like you to do is to, to explain all right. So now we understand that you don't track the actual songs. You track the radio stations. So explain how that works as far as the, the metadata for a person's song. How should they be sending it out? Excellent question, Lady Miz. What you want to do is you don't ever want to send the song. Don't, don't even share it with your best friend unless it's what's called ID3 tagged properly. You want to make sure that the song, at least at a minimum, the artist name and song title is embedded properly on your song. You may not add the artwork. You may not add producer names, engineers, and all the other data that you could add. But at a minimum, at least the artist name and song title. Just think about this. Who would have thought 20 years ago that we would be consuming music now from a refrigerator or smart speakers like Amazon Echo, Google Home, things like that. Or now you have... Um, all the major airlines are putting internet radio on the planes now. There's so many facets. There's over 160 million cars on the road now today that don't even have CD players in it anymore. It just has digital radio in it. There's right. so many different facets now that it's very important. It's vital that an artist, major or independent, have their songs tagged properly. Because once it goes out, think about it. What station wants to play a song called Track One? What station wants to play a song called Unknown, right? And we laugh because we've all gotten those types of MP3. Yep. And when it comes to programming, 
How do you even know whose song is who and from what? So even from a bare minimum, that just makes good business sense to yes. make sure that your songs are, are, are tagged properly, embedded properly to where once you service that out, your metadata is then traveling. But most importantly, what a lot of artists, especially independent artists and labels don't even realize is that a lot of your royalties is being paid to you through your tagging. So if your song isn't tagged properly, companies like Digital Radio Tracker won't be able to pick it up. Um, other performance rights societies, like you mentioned, ASCAP, BMI, CSEC, they, they won't even acknowledge it. So there's a lot of things that, that ripple effect into not having your song tagged properly that's vital that that's done. And if you don't know how to do it, I'll say it here on this podcast for free. You can download on the internet ID3 Tag Editor. I'll say it again. ID3 Tag Editor. It's a free software you can download off the internet, and it, it's very user-friendly, easy to use, and it, you'll pull up, put your MP3 in there, and you can label it, save it down, and then you're good to go at that point. What a lot of people confuse, and I'll leave you with this, a lot of people confuse labeling in MP3. The file name is different than the embedding. And I want to make that clear here. Yes. A lot of people think, well, the MP3 says Joe, uh, the sky is blue is the name of the song by Joe. No, it still has to be embedded into the MP3. So because your file name may be labeled correctly, your embedding may be perfectly, maybe blank or it may say mm -hmm. unknown or track one. So I want to make that clear here. So many misconceptions are about that and people don't realize because they say, it looks great to me. Let me service this out. And then all of a sudden you've got all these radio stations playing you, but yet no credit comes to you. So that's one of the biggest ways that that happens. Yeah. Mm, Apple Music you. also does it too. If you have the Apple program, the Apple program also does it for you too. Automatically, exactly. Very user-friendly. Yes, yes, that's great information. Um, we we thank you for sharing that. Um, I want. Uh, I mean, I mean, I know we we are giving a lot of detail here, but sometimes people might miss something and still have questions. So I just want to make sure we cover this. Tell us the difference between you, your company, DRT Digital Radio Tracker Tracker, and BMI ASCAP ASCAP and CSAC. What is the difference? Okay. Um, well, there's a, a big difference there because those are what's called performance rights societies. They collect royalties from radio stations. They don't track radio stations. They do have their own monitoring sources that they use in order to um, pay royalties. In other words, their justification of they may monitor uh, a panel of stations. They do sampling sometimes, different things like that to determine how royalties are dispersed. They actually send checks out. Digital Radio Tracker doesn't send checks out. We're strictly a broadcast monitoring company, similar to like Nielsen BDS or MediaBase, um, back in the day with Media Guide, various sources like that, that we're literally just tracking the data, compiling the data for charting purposes, as well as for reporting purposes. So other companies like performance rights societies or publishers they may actually get data from DRT in order to be able to validate on whether they should pay or not royalties. We're not the ones that pay the royalties. We get calls all the time, emails, hey, I didn't get my check. You say, hey, we wish we were the ones that were issued the checks, but <laughs> no, we're not the ones that issue the checks. We just collect the data and we, we put those reports together. So that's the big difference between a performance rights society. And also I want to add to that. There's also sound exchange. People aren't familiar with that. Sound Exchange is not a performance rights society. They collect royalties on airplay, especially from digital radio as well as uh, satellite like Sirius XM and Music Choice and stuff like that. And you get paid from them as well. So if you're with a performance rights society like BMI or ASCAP, you will also want to sign up with Sound Exchange here in America to also get those royalties as well. Nice, nice, nice. Great information. Great information. Now, I, I, I do. I got a couple of questions uh, to that. Well, really, one. What about Harry Fox? A lot of people I don't hear a lot of people mention that. How are how do you work with them? I haven't heard that name in a long time. Um, <laughs> what people don't realize what Harry Fox, uh, Harry Fox agency is, is they they focus. And the reason why we don't hear about it too much today 
is mm-hmm. because they focus on mechan- what's called mechanical royalties. What that is, is from physical product. Remember back in the day, we had a physical CD. Nobody mm-hmm. talks about that. This generation, don't, the most generation don't even know what a CD is, right? And they say, um, they, they stream, right? They, they know streaming, but they don't know a physical CD or even worse, a physical cassette. What's that, right? I, mm-hmm. I remember my, my partner, his grandson came in the room and he saw a CD. He said, well, what's that? And he thought, it was, he thought it was a coaster to put his drink on. <laughs> and, and, oh, sorry. You know, yeah, yeah. And explain it to him that, no, it's, 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 a, it's a CD. There's music on it. And that's just how different the generation is. And it's, it's crazy because it was just uh, well, a little over 20 years ago, CDs was around. And uh, mm-hmm. there's still CDs that still exist. But a lot of things have changed now. So where Harry Fox Agency comes in is there, uh, a lot of people call them like the IRS of the music industry. They will go in and they will audit the record companies uh, to make sure that they're getting paid royalties from the mechanicals or the physical product that's being sold and therefore the writers and the producers and the owners of the of the rights to those songs can then get paid part of the royalty so that comes from like the sales of the CDs. so that's what the harry fox agency does they don't do it from streaming that's a whole different animal so uh we want to be clear about that but they they do it from physical tangible product Okay. All right. Okay. Now, my next question is, um, let do someone have to have a license to play music? Like, let's say, for example, an internet radio station or a podcast. And is it, if, if an artist is sending their music to them, is it worth send, sending it to someone who does not have a license? Man, that's a fantastic question. My God, you're, you're on it tonight, ladies. You're, you're, pulling, you're pulling them out. I'm going to tell you something. It's a, that's a brilliant question you asked. Mm-hmm. Um, what people don't realize with digital streaming radio is that it's not regulated. And I'll say it here on your podcast. It's, it's global. It cannot be regulated by any one country's laws. That's why if an internet radio station takes um, sponsorship dollars or promotional dollars for playing a song, it's not illegal. Whereas with terrestrial FM, that's considered payola, which is illegal, right? You cannot pay a radio station to play music. Well, at digital streaming radio, you cannot. You can play. You can support. You can play a song that you're being paid to play. It's very, very different. It's because of what I just explained. It's global. It's not regulated by any one territory. So you have many digital streaming stations that um, their hosting company, so to speak, for, for those that better understand their hosting company may be in russia may be in china may be in germany where they're hosting their radio station at but then they're based in philadelphia or la or houston in in the united states and Mm -hmm. so therefore they may not be to answer your question they may not be paying royalties to play music there's a lot of digital streaming stations that aren't playing any royalties to anyone um, as well as there are many stations that do. Um, there used to be a company called Stream Licensing before that used to do a lot of royalty collections and things uh, from radio stations and so forth. And people would get the license from them to just play. Uh, it would be like what's called a blanket license. You pay a fee and then you can kind of play everything. Much like a club, right? A club plays a DJ or they have live entertainment. They're playing music of all different genres and backgrounds. So they get what's called a blanket license. Um, that's that's how that end works. Um, but it goes both ways. But what I have to say to that is, and I think somebody, I think nobody really talks about this, is that if, especially if you're an independent artist or an independent label and you're trying to break a new artist, do you really care if, how many stations are paying royalties or not? Or is it about the exposure that you're getting in trying to build your fan base and trying to break as a new artist? So if you have 100 stations playing your song and only two of them are paying royalties, are you going to tell the other 98 to quit playing your song? Um, These are things that a lot of people don't talk about that is very, very important, especially at a, a digital streaming or internet radio level. Because we all know all of the, the major terrestrial stations, they're all licensed, they're all paying, paying royalties. But let's be real about it. How do those royalties even really work? And we don't want to, you know, we could talk about publishing for six, next six months on a, on a short call here. Is that, but I'll sum it up by saying this. 
A lot of people don't know how publishing really works. Why is BMI sending majority of your money, even though you may be getting played, they may be sending it to a Taylor Swift, a Drake, a Beyonce. Um, and most people don't understand how that really works. But you might have also got played as well on those same radio stations, but you wind up getting a check of, of zero. Uh, and these are things that I, I would say, you know, you might need to have another call of just publishing alone. Yes. Actually, maybe get a publisher on to be able to really break that down and explain to your listeners that, hey, wait a minute. You need to first understand how publishing really works and how it's having an active file and all these types of things. Don't think because you got one play on, on, on Hot 97 that you're going to get this check in the mail. It doesn't work that way. Yes. And you know what? You made a great point. And I do think that I do. I, I want to do a show um, based on publishing alone because that is a touchy uh, topic. And it is uh, a lot of information there that a lot of artists do not know. Like I, I started my own publishing company. Right. But I also understand, too, that if if I'm not doing my paperwork right, if I'm not doing certain things correctly and uh, they don't have a way to figure out that I'm supposed to receive that money. It can go to the biggest, highest paying artist that's under that performance right agency. So um, that, like you said, that is a whole separate thing. I'm sure it's so much more that I don't know, but I do know that uh, the publishing is extremely important in addition to being a writer. Um, you know, so that that is great information. I thank you for um, for pointing that out. Um, my, my next question to you is this. Um, if someone does not have a license, right? And they sign up with your company and your company reports, hey, this song was played on from the ground up production, right? Do anyone come after these internet radio stations or podcasts saying you gotta pay out now? Is there someone responsible for payment at that point? That's an excellent question. As of right now, there isn't an agency that's like a similar to like a Harry Fox you mentioned mm -hmm. that there isn't an agency set up right quite yet. Now, I'm not saying it's not going to be coming, but mm -hmm. quite yet to go in and try to police because it's still a growing. You got to remember something digital streaming radio. All that started around 1995. So it's, it's you know, over 20 years. But so much has evolved and changed with it. And like I mentioned earlier, that was the key is that it's global. So how can you really regulate it? Who is mm -hmm. going to call? It's, this is not the IRS here calling people here <laughs> and saying, hey, where's my taxes, right? It's right. very different. So, um, but don't be surprised. Uh, As it, things continue to evolve and more and more dollars continue to go on the digital radio side, it would, it, it's probably going to happen where a lot of people are saying, hey, wait a minute. Do you know there's over 100,000 digital streaming radios, uh, stations out there. There's stations forming every day. We've got stations contacting us every day. And it's impossible. There's no way to even monitor all these stations. It's impossible. And wow. uh, definitely a sector that is growing dramatically. Mm -hmm. And if I had to put a number on it, it's probably about a good 75% of them are not even paying royalties. Wow. Ooh. So, so when you say that, like wow. just or streaming services like YouTube, that's the reason why they regulate and say, hey, that music you playing shouldn't be played right now because there's no one else doing it. So they're regulating it themselves. Well, yeah, they're regulating it within their own content because they mm -hmm. are paying. So that's okay. the difference. So those certain entities like mm -hmm. a Spotify, like a, a Apple Music, like a YouTube, uh, a Vivo, these are huge entities that have got millions and millions of dollars going through them that they're selling advertising and all this. Things. Just be real about it. When you know that people are selling advertising and they're making money and off of your content, you're going to want a slice of that. So it's, it's better for them to go ahead and start giving everybody a piece of the action than to say, Hey, you know what? No, we're going to keep it all to ourselves. They will have the, I mean, they, they wouldn't be able to function and have so many lawsuits going on. Mm, wow. Okay. Okay. You know, that's funny because yeah, like if I'm, going live and I'm just playing something in the back, I'll get a message, you know, or they'll send me something that says you don't, you know, own the rights to play this. And now I got to either take it down or dispute it or whatever. So, okay. Now, cause a lot of people don't, don't understand why that's happening either. You know, 
So that's 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 good information. Um, can people getting paid as such as artists, someone who um, like uh, a radio station or a podcast, can they receive any type of royalties or is this just for artists only? Man, that's a, well, you're firing these awesome questions tonight. <laughs> yes, they can. And you said the key thing earlier, it has to do with their infrastructure. It has to do with their business. There's a lot of podcasters out here. They're not making any money because they don't know what they're doing. They didn't understand the business of podcasting. See, they just understand how to podcast. Um, and, and maybe Lady Miss, maybe you need to put a book together or something about that. Is that there's so many people, they're not educated on how to go out here and monetize their video. Like what you guys are doing now, you guys have an audio stream, you have a video stream, you know, you can post those things up, you can, you know, market it and so forth and monetize it and make money from just this interview we're doing here, airing however many thousands of times. Um, that's the good thing about when you have your business set up properly. So a lot of podcasts, I would suggest if you're not, currently getting paid, you definitely going to want to look into that. Mm, great, great, great. See? Yeah. Yeah. That's because listen, just like the music industry, which is kind of oversaturated, right? So the podcast game is too. You know what I mean? Everybody is doing it. Um, and which is listen to each his own, you know what I mean? Because we're doing it. <laughs> but um, it's definitely a lot of people out there doing it. So I, I'm sure that someone would would find that information very useful. How does someone become a part of your your company, uh DRT? How does someone become a part of it? Well, the awesome thing that we created, we're the only monitoring company in the world that we have a what's called a free artist searchable database. No other monitoring company in the world allows people just to go in, set up an account, you, you know, tap into the database and just be able to see, hey, is my song even getting played? So you can go on DigitalRadioTracker.com, sign up for an account. It's completely free. You can put your artist name in there, put a song title in and just see if it even pops up. If it pops up, that means we have current airplay data on that song. If it doesn't, means there's no current airplay data. So we offer that completely for free. Then, of course, the next step is if you want to know, if you see your song come up, you want to know where it's getting played, how many times per day, what time of day, and so forth, then those are reports that you can then purchase for a, a, a very affordable price. The reports can go as low as even $5 a piece um, to be able to get that information of knowing. But you know, for anybody listening, whether you're an artist, a manager, a label, any type of creative talent, or just a music enthusiast, a tastemaker, you can sign up for free on digitalradiotracker.com, and then you can go from there if you want to get reports and so forth. Great, great, great. That's amazing, and that's nice. So are there other um, packages that you guys offer? Um, is it Does it start there, and then it can grow from there? Yes, well, there's different types of reports. We do broadcast mm -hmm. log reports, which are like playlists from stations. Sometimes people want to do research, find out what station is playing the, the same format of music that they have that they want to market to. Um, there's also artists' weekly reports. There's comprehensive reports that actually break down the exact time of day a song was played. Um, there's historical reports. We go back eight weeks. Sometimes people want to know, well, hey, what, how's the song been collectively doing over the last month? Um, all of these are different types of reports that you can access from the Digital Radio Tracker website. We also have the DRT certified plaques. You can see a couple in this room that I'm in uh, back here on the wall. Um, we're the only monitoring company in the world that does not just DRT, not just certified plaques, just like the RIAA and Spotify and so forth. But we're the only company in the world that does video enhanced plaques. These plaques that you see back here, select ones, you, they also have their videos embedded in there. So you can pull out a smart device. We use augmented reality technology to embed videos in the plaques where you can pull your phone or tablet or any smart device, scan the plaque, and it will play your video in the plaque. So it's very, very cool. So, wow, that, nice. that is nice. Um, I never heard of that. That's yeah. Wow, that's amazing. It's our way of the DRT. We're very innovative here. As you guys know, we're cutting edge. We're ahead of the game. Um, yes. Don't be surprised. We've been doing that for two years now. If everybody else in the industry don't start doing uh, augmented reality plaques, but we're the only company in the world doing it right now. Uh, and, and we figured it's added value because when you go in studios, these plaques are in radio stations and things. It's the only plaque on the wall. So you can have all the RIAA multi-platinum plaques, all the other stuff. But if you have a DRT plaque and it's got a video, a video enhanced plaque, 
Um, it is, it's really, really cool. Everybody loves the, the whole conversation piece of it and the value that it brings to the room. It's just phenomenal. Yes, yes, yes. Wow. Okay. That's cool though. <laughs> yes. Um, now you guys are tracking, uh, 24 hours a day, uh, or year long. Yeah. 24 hours a day, 365. Um, we're, you know, we're doing it globally. So, you know, what people don't realize is that right now there's radio stations in Australia playing your song, Lady Miss, for example, Mm -hmm. it's actually Tuesday already. So, um, you know, they're a day ahead and people don't realize the, the, you know, how you have to do all of that. It's very, very different because you're tracking stations all over the globe, not just here in the United States or just in the central time zone, uh, and so forth. So it can get real tricky, but, um, that's the importance of what we do. We wanted to step out and do what no other company wanted to dare to do. And, uh, and so we're having fun with it. We're having fun with it. And uh, we all come from backgrounds, artist management backgrounds and stuff. So we love giving back. We love the underdog. We love the new and developing artists like Lady Miss, watching her career blossom. There's nothing like, I remember one of the first times I, I used the searchable database when it was first being tested. Mm -hmm. And I put an artist's name in and their song was being played in Japan on a station called Tokyo Japan. Um, in Tokyo, Japan, it was called Tokyo Country. And it, I shared it with them and blew them away because they didn't realize that, man, wait a minute, this is real here. Like, if it wasn't for this, they would have never known that their song was being played on the other side of the world. Yes. Um, you know, there was another, another uh, individual. Uh, he actually was an artist from back in the 70s, an old soul singer. And, you know, of course, they're not selling music anymore. They're not getting any radio play anymore. But they actually put their artist name in, in the search. And they're, sure enough, one of their songs was being played in France. Um, so when you see things like that, you're like, wait a minute. This song is 40 years old, and it's still being played. And DRT is the only company in the world tracking it. And so wow. it, just made, it made that individual, it, it like gave them a whole new life. It's like, wait a minute. My music is still alive out here. Yes. And, and, and this is an independent artist now um, from the 70s. So when you see things like that, it, it, it brings so much joy to our hearts in why we created DRT. A lot of people have been calling us the people's brand because we, you know, we're for the people. We're for the independent artists. We're for the independent label, the, 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 the individual, the DIY artist that's just out here trying to get on, trying to build their fan base, trying to excel their brand. Like what you guys are doing are from the ground up. You know, you guys have a vision for this, you know, and when you can see being a part of a community like DRT, where there's other stations all over the world now seeing you, listening to what you're playing and so forth, people don't realize we promote a lot of stations. It's about building a community, the oneness, and, and, and you'll be surprised at how many radio stations overseas, they want to play like what you guys are playing. And they'll tune in and listen to you. Oh, wait a minute. And they'll contact us. They'll say, we heard this song on Ground Up. You know, hey, you know, who's that artist? And they'll get wow. those reports. And now all of a sudden, because you're playing it, they're playing it over there. And uh, so there's a lot of what we call new music discovery that's happening and stuff. So it's, it's fantastic. Another thing we'll do that I'll add is that that's very different is we've been producing DRT charts every week for the last almost 11 years. Mm -hmm. and one of the things that we wanted to do that was different with radio monitoring was we wanted to produce a chart for independence and we wanted to produce charts that leveled the playing field. What that means is, unlike a lot of other charts, I won't mention no names, they're regulated based upon who they feel is playing songs that people want to hear. So they'll say, okay, we're going to take the data from these 10 radio stations. That's it. Just these 10 radio stations. And we're going to put that data together. And we're going to say, this is the hip hop chart. This is the R&B chart based upon those 10 stations. So that means those 10 stations are then speaking in a voice for the 100,000 stations that are out here. Wow. And that's just wow. not right. One of the things that we believe at DRT is leveling the playing field. Hey, wait a minute. If Lady Miz is being played more than Drake, then she deserves to be that number one. Whereas on other charts, you will never be number one because you're not being played. I used the example on those certain stations. Mm. Oh, that's good info. Yeah. Wow. Yes. 
neutral. So we said, hey, wait a minute. That's why when people look at the DRT charts, they say, who's that? Who's Lady Miz? Who is this person? See, that's what we want because we want people to discover you. We want people to say, hey, wait a minute. Let me click on the Spotify, Apple Music. Let me, let me see what other songs that she has and things because I'm not familiar with her. But I see she's getting just as much play as Beyonce because what DRT does is we publish the real information. We're not mm. going to filter it. We're saying, hey, wait a minute. If you're getting 2,000 spins and Beyonce's getting 2,000 spins, you're going to be right next to her. That's how we do it. And I love that. Okay. A breath of fresh air, okay? I'm trying that. to tell you. you have no, I'm excited. I cannot wait to sign up. I, I, I definitely wanted to kind of like talk with you first, get more information and stuff, and I figure why not do it on the show? But I'm definitely signing up for the podcast, for the music, all across the board. I love what, uh, what, you're, what you're doing, what your company is doing. I think it is amazing and very much needed in this industry, in this entertainment business. I have a couple more questions. Questions. Uh, did you have a question? Yeah, yeah I was going to oh, say sorry. because I, when mm -hmm. I went on the, the website today and I typed in Lady Miz and your drops are even being tracked. Mine? Yeah. Get out of it. See, I, I didn't even know that. <laughs> there you go. Oh, my God. Guys, um, people in the comment. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Exclusive Lady Miz and Ray on your show. I'll give you an exclusive. It's, it's funny that he brought that up. Because one of the things that we're currently doing is we are testing something new. We're creating the technology to monitor shows, such as like mix shows. It's never been done before. What's currently happening is even DJs, when they play music, like say they play a Rick Ross song or a Drake song, the credit doesn't go to the DJ. It goes to those artists. It shows up on those artist sheets. We all know that, right, when, when they're played. Well, what if there was a way that... Lady Miz and Ray from the ground up show was being tracked because your show is syndicated on, say, 50 radio stations. Now what happens is reports can be compiled to be able to prove that your show aired on these 50 stations that you're syndicated on. Now advertisers and sponsors are going to want to throw money at you and say, hey, we want to support your station because they, they have a validation of your voice. And mm. that's one of the things that we're doing right now is we're testing things like drops, things like uh, mixed shows, even ministries like preachers and things. When they're sending sermons and stuff out, maybe mm. that sermon is being ran on several stations. Nobody in the world is doing this yet. Like we said, we're innovative here. We're pushing the envelope. We're trying to help people build brands. We're saying, look, wait a minute. What if there was a way for DJs and podcasts like you to get paid? In other words, for, for, the, for your talent, because the creative that that mixer is putting together, that 15-second mix, even though they're playing uh, other artists' songs, that's still their work. That's still that's their right. work. So, yes, they can't copyright those songs, but if there was a way to monetize that show, oh, my God, we're about mm. to this entire game. That... Whew, that's yeah. amazing. Wow. I, I'm telling you, I'm so excited because – I was um, struggling with trying to figure out which way to go. And, and you know, just to get this information, you know, it, it's it's a lot because, again, a lot of people don't know it. We're all in this and, you know, people who love it and have the passion and really putting a lot into it. You want to get something out of it. You don't want to just be doing it just to be doing it. You know, some people do it for fun. We do it for fun, but we do it for business, too. You know, so at the end of the day, a business is a business. And what <laughs> you, you want to see what that balance sheet look like in the end. Right. <laughs> Who doesn't want to make a living doing what they love? I mean, that's exactly that's really the American dream, the true dream. And, and that's what we're all doing here is we're making a living. We're doing what we love and we're sharing it with others that are also like minded individuals that are passionate about it. And that's what I love about what you're doing. That's why I agreed to come on this show because I did my research too as well. Oh, you did? <laughs> I love what you guys are doing. I love these raw and uncut uh, interviews you guys are doing because you're passionate about it. But most importantly, you're, you're seeking the right type of information that your audience may not even know that they need to hear. And exactly. that's what a lot of this is. And I'll tell you right now, before we have to cut this off, I, I, it happens all the time. The, the interviews only get better as we keep talking. Let me know. Anytime you guys want to do a part two, we'll put it together and make it happen. Because that's, that's something we don't do with everybody. But I love what you guys are doing. And I love the name that from, from the ground up. Yes. You know, special thing. Because that's Thank what you. 
we're, we, you know, we were a grassroots company. I remember when we started uh, back in 2011, and there was so many people told us, man, nobody's listening to internet radio. Nobody cares about podcasts. This is not going to go anywhere. You won't make a dollar at this. I've heard it all. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was nothing. I'm going to go. There was nothing but God that said, hey, you know what? I gave you this vision. You are to do it. Don't worry about what the naysayers say. Don't worry about what it you are the one that's supposed to do this. Because for so long, I was looking at everybody else. I'm like, okay, you need to develop the technology. You need to have the headache. You need to stay up all night trying to figure this out. You know, <laughs> and and after a period of time of doing that, it just all fell on me. So you know what? No, I've got to step up. Somebody's got to step up in this industry and say, hey, you know what? We're going to do it. We're going to yes. step out here and we're going to give a voice to the unheard. And that's what DRT is ultimately about. So I love you guys for this. And I thank you so much for having me and being able to just share the story with your listeners because it's very, very important that we all band together as upstart, as new and developing companies, as growing uh, situations to be able to, to empower one another and be able to pull. Because one of the things that we're going to do after this, we're going to help drive a lot more listeners to your podcast. That's what we're about is mm-hmm. being able to share and, and things because ultimately people need that help. There's not, there's not enough of us in the industry that's gre- reaching back and giving that helping hand saying, hey, you know what? You guys could have 100,000 listeners over there, but wouldn't you want to have 200,000? You know, right. that's my whole point is that there's never going to be enough. And that's ultimately what we're about is giving back here. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, I love that. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Listen. I want to thank you um, for coming on the show. We definitely would love to have you back for a part two. This interview was amazing. It added so much value. Trust me, um, I'm going to have several different clips from this. And I I know so many people um, can benefit from the services that you are providing, that your company is giving. Um, And again, like I said, it's very much needed. I I know that um, you already answered the question as far as uh, the price. Guys, you can go over to the website. Okay, we're going to put that up on the screen. You got it? Yep. Okay, so guys, you could go straight to the website and that's digitalradiotracker.com. If you want to get signed up, um, he there is some free services there for you to just check your stuff to see what's going on with your music. But definitely, this is something that you want to sign up. If you're an artist, if you're a podcaster, if you're somebody in the entertainment business, you definitely want to be a part of this and sign up. Because again, if you're serious about this, if this is something that you really want to do and you want to get paid for it, this is the place where you want to be. So make sure you guys go over and sign up to digitalradiotracker.com. And that link is also in the description box. Um, King Charlie Prince, I just want to get to his comment. I'm sorry. <laughs> we, we were talking so much, but you know, it's, it's so much. But he said, uh, but King Charlie Prince, you know, you could go to the site. He asked, was the roof on fire being played, right? Overseas. Overseas. So King Charlie Prince, um, you know that song, The Roof, The Roof, The Roof is on. So he's that artist. He did that in in a few other um, songs that's been around for years that everyone know, and it's sampled a lot. So he wants to know if it's being played, but. It's completely free. And if you see it come up, then we got some airplay data on it. So it's, it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. So I, I encourage everyone to just take make use of it. And like I said, thank you for having me. I'm sure after this, if this airs and re-airs, you're going to have a lot of questions coming in. Please, Lady Bit, stack them up. And when we do a part two, we're going to address as many of those questions as we can. Absolutely. We definitely will. And thank you so much again for coming on and giving us all of that beautiful, beautiful stuff and value, valuable information. We appreciate it and we will be in touch. Thank you for having me. And make sure you send us some of your music, Lady Miz. We'd love to check it out. Oh, I'm definitely listening. You'll see. I'm I'm signing up for everything. Don't worry. Because <laughs> I no, seriously, I definitely need uh what you guys are offering, what you are offering and your company is giving. I've been looking for something like that for a long time. And this really just this is what I've been looking for. So I'm excited we'll about it. We'll end it with this. We are what you're looking for. Yes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, thanks again. Thank and we will coming. talk to you soon. All right. All right. All right, y'all. 
If you haven't already, make sure you go over to digitalradiotracker.com. If you're an artist, if you're a podcaster, if you're a DJ, whatever you do, if you're in the entertainment field, you want to go there and sign up, okay? Look around, put your put your song in there, see what's going on with it. I didn't even know Ray said that Drops was in there yeah, for me. Okay, so let me tell you, that's definitely something that you want to do. Um, and if you have any questions, you guys can always send them in to me and he's willing to come back on for a part two. I'm very excited about that. So when he comes back on, we can do a Q&A type of thing and you guys could ask all the questions that you want. All right. So next up, we have now. Listen, guys, this is this is another dope thing that we're doing right now. We have Marquise. He's a promoter out of Harlem. He's giving away two free tickets to see the Force MDs and friends. So without further ado, let's bring on Marquise. Hey, how are you? How are you doing tonight? I'm lovely. Every day's a holiday. Thank you both for having me on. I appreciate it so much. Thank you. Absolutely. No problem. We're happy to have you on. So listen, What's happening? I know, um, tell the people a little bit about what, who you are and what you do. And then we're going to get into what you got to give them. <laughs> well, my name is Marquise. I I'm spent a lot of time in Rockland, so I'm giving back. But I live in Harlem now. I ain't been there in like 30, 35 years. And I've been booking shows forever. So on um, September 3rd, uh-huh. the White, at White Plains in Colise- at the Coliseum, I you got a... Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, y'all. Is that better? Um, if I- you could move over to your right. Yep. Yeah, there, there we go. go. Okay. I, I I apologize about that. I'm I'm slow. It's <laughs> all right. Yeah, but um, I got the Force MDs coming to the Coliseum in White Plains, New York, September third, Labor Day weekend. I'm sure y'all remember the songs "Tender Love," "Here I Go Again," "Lovers a House," "Tears." The the list goes on, and uh, we're just gonna continue the legacy. And we're going to pay tribute to a lot of the group members that were lost. And we're just going to have a ball. We got WBLS, um, DJ Ben Rock, and DJ Kool-Aid is going to be rocking the spot for us. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Oh, my God. That You know what? We interviewed uh, Stevie D on the show. That was an amazing interview to have him on. So um, definitely, um, I cannot wait uh, to be there to check out the show. I know it's going to be amazing. Um, you are giving away two free tickets to... Um, to the show. So what I want to do is I want to tell people now um, to uh, let's say hashtag the force of these. Force MDs, yep. Force MDs. Yeah, hashtag hashtag force MDs. the Force MDs, guys. Without um, the... Just oh, just do for Force, force MDs. MDs yeah. Okay, make it easy. Okay, put in the comment section if you want to come out and win tickets. Sorry, my phone. If you want to come out and win tickets to this concert, guys, make sure you ha- put in the comments. It's going to be at the Coliseum. Why don't you go ahead and tell people where it's going to be at, the time, and all of that. All right. Peace, Charlie Prince. I see you, my brother. Well, the Coliseum is in White Plains, New York. It's 15 South Broadway, White Plains, New York. And it will be Labor Day weekend, September 3rd, from 8 to 8 p.m. to 3 a.m. Grown folks only, no hoodies, no, no, no sneakers, none of that. So we're going to have grown folks music only. Men 30, women 21. So we're going nice. to rock the old school style. Nice, don't come at all. Okay, legacy of the group. I love that. I love that. That is so amazing. And again, you know, um, guys, put um, hashtag for some D's in the comment section if you want to win tickets to this amazing event. Um, one of the things that um, I really love is that, you know, first of all, paying tributes to the ones who's not here, just never uh, forgetting about the ones who gave us greatness, gave us great music, and also remembering the ones who are still doing it because their music, like I told Stevie D, it travels through generations, right? You know what I mean? And just to be able to... Uh, Go and hear them and see them perform is amazing. It is amazing. I'm trying to tell you, I absolutely love it, guys. Hashtag um, 
for some D's if you want to win tickets to go see them. It's happening at the Coliseum. This is in White Plains. White Plains, White Plains, like White Plains. White Plains, New York. Yes. And um, so who uh, can you tell us some of the other people who's going to be uh, performing? Uh, yeah. Um, we got um, a comedian out of Mount Vernon named Leisha Perkins. We mm -hmm. got a brother named E. Chris. Um, and I can't remember. I can't remember the other the other people's name right now, but it is definitely on the flyer. Uh, we got DJ Ben Rock from WBLS. He has a show Friday nights on BLS. So um, they'll be there for some decent friends. Um, the group, the group are the one who put on the end friends because they wanted to show love to to, to other talent. So I really oh. have nothing to do with them. So, but that's oh, okay. Alicia Perkins, E. Chris, and um, and one of the ladies performing. She was in the group before, um, girlfriend or something like that. I can't remember right now, an ex-girlfriend. But mm -hmm. um, yeah, so it's gonna be lovely. But let me let me tell you this. The four SMDs are lovely. Each one of them can sing the lead. They even switch off. And this Sunday, I'm sorry, this Saturday in Staten Island, where they're from, they're gonna have a street sign in named after them. It's gonna be uh four SMDs way. So I just wanted to shout that out because they're getting their flowers. So this Saturday, August 27th, there will be a new street in Staten Island called the Forsome Bees Way. Oh, that's beautiful. That's that is up. beautiful. Very, very nice. Okay. Yes, okay. Yes. So how did you get into, how long have you been promoting for? Oh, maybe um, officially 30 years. Oh, 30, wow. 20, 30 years officially. Yeah. See, my sister put me up on a scoop. I used to, I used to, people used to ask if I knew certain people that they wanted to, them to perform. So I said, yeah, I'll give you a number. I'll give you a connect. And, you know, I didn't know nothing about it. You know, nothing about the hustle because it wasn't in my mind. And my sister said, man, you need to make some money off of that. You better stop doing things for free. And then <laughs> I was just trying to look out. You know, I wasn't trying to make a dollar. I was just trying to look out. If I can help you, I can help you. But then right. my sister put it in my ear and she said, what's wrong with you? You better cut that out. So ever since then, I've been doing it kind of heavy. You know, it's not it's not like it used to be because nowadays you don't need a middleman. You got Facebook and, you know, you can you can reach people directly. Mm, but um, Absolutely. Very true. Very true. You know, you could do that but to answer your question directly it's been it's been about 30 years now give or take 30 years okay all right all that's right that's a long time and especially in the build, um, business like this where you know artists come and go you know it's yeah. <laughs> yeah, that that's 30 years yes that's a long time so that, that means that you're very well mm -hmm, experienced yeah. in this game. Absolutely. Um, so again, again, guys, anybody that's tuned in right now, the first person that puts in hashtag for some D's can have a chance to win these two tickets. I didn't see nobody put it in yet. I don't know what's going on. If y'all want, put that in if you want to come out, if you can come out. I know some people are probably, you know, um, at a distance um, or whatever the case may be. What's your, what's your demographic for this show? Hold on. What's your so, age limit? Yeah, um, this it's it, it varies, but we definitely is is more thirty and up. Absolutely. So yeah, most I, I'm sure that the people that's on here now they're they're de they're definitely under uh, over yeah, thirty yeah. years old. <laughs> they, they, they to it. <laughs> but some people I know, like some people, like tell mama, there's a few people that are you know kind of far Wisconsin. You got people that's uh far away, but you do have oh. some that are close by. So guys, if you are close by and you want to win the tickets, you can hashtag it, or we just gonna put it on the next show. <laughs> definitely, if who hashtag the force and these if you want to go out and check that check that out check the show out make sure that y'all put it in but king charlie that prince i gotta buy a new outfit now <laughs> yeah that's what he said that's my dude right there <laughs> and, okay. and I want people to know it's it's a party it's not a concert setting so you're not going to be sitting in seats and you know they coming out and you just sitting down it's a party you're going to be dancing 
rocking, having fun, doing the bump or whatever you do, the the Kool Aid or whatever y'all do, and um, they're gonna <laughs> they're gonna come out and perform. So it's a party setting. It's not a concert. So if you come out, be prepared to dance and boogie. All right, that's, that's what I'm talking about. So what we'll do is we will share, share, share. When we are done, we'll take clips from this. And then whoever be the first to do that, that's who we will give the tickets to. Um, I'm looking forward to this event. I cannot wait to, to see it. Um, well, like you said, yeah. it's going to be a party. So not just to sitting down. So we're, we're definitely looking forward. We will. We will be in a house from the ground up productions will be there. And uh, we are looking to, you know, looking forward to it. Is there anything else you want to share with us or, you know, any, any other information that we were unable to cover? Well, I just want to thank you two again for letting us come on and um, hopefully everybody can come through and see the four SMDs. Y'all might not remember the name, but I know you remember the songs, you know, like I said, tender love is a big hit. Mm -hmm. uh, is it a lot of human beings walking around because of that song. Mm -hmm. You know, <laughs> here I go again. Forgive me, girl. Let me love you. If you don't know, Google it. Like, oh, I know that song. Yeah, and that, and that time goes by so fast. Oh, my mama used to play that song. I remember that when I was in third grade or something. Because time goes by so fast. You know? Absolutely. Absolutely. So the Mighty Force and D's who used to be the Force MCs before they started singing, September 3rd, White Plains, New York, the Coliseum, 15 South Broadway, Labor Day weekend, come through and help continue the legacy. You All did? right. Okay, guys. So there it is. That's the flyer up there. Make sure y'all check it out. Um, if you want to purchase tickets, you could go to Eventbrite to do that. And um, again, you could just... Can, can I give my number? Is that all right? Of course. How, whatever you would like to do, that's that's up to you. <laughs> Definitely give your number. Y'all can go to Eventbrite and get your tickets, or you can call me at 347-223-0046. And my name is Marquis. Can you say that number one more time, please? Yes, 347-223-0046. And my name is Marquis. Come party with the Force MDs and help continue the legacy. All right. So, guys, make sure y'all go to Eventbrite. Give him a call. And if you want to win some, win some free tickets, just hashtag tag one of us. And then whoever does that, the first person to do it, you will win the free tickets to go see them. Marquise, it's been a pleasure to have you on. And um, thank you for donating the two tickets to From the Ground Up so that we can bless somebody else with the, with that as well. So, um, okay. If y'all ever doing anything with any type of giveaway, just give me a holler. Charlie Prince, no, he bought like a hundred hats from me. He always representing. I'll, 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 um, I'll donate some hats. I'll donate some watches. I'll, I'll always support y'all. So whatever y'all got going on, if you need some giveaways, just give me a holler. Okay, we definitely will. And thank you so much. And you know, again, anytime you have something going on as well too, and you want to promote it, we are always here for you as well. All right. Thank you for the love right. again. All right, no problem. So have a good night, and we'll see you on September third, right? Yep. Day weekend, you know it. Right, right. I don't know if it's gonna be before or after the sausages and cheeseburgers, but we're gonna be there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all heard it here from the Ground Up Productions. All right, that was Marquise. Guys, you guys could win some tickets to go see the Force and D's. Um, and it's going down September 3rd. Y'all don't want to miss it. Hashtag or and tag us. And whoever is the first to do so, they will win tickets to that event. We want to thank y'all so much for tuning in. Today has been an amazing day here. Um, the interviews was great. Everything was great from... Um, Michael Matthews to Marquise. I just think that is it's been uh you know a lot of value given here on this show today. And we thank y'all for tuning in, for listening and supporting. So once again, um, we will see y'all on Next week. Next week. Uh, next week. Yep. Uh, August 29th. Yes, we'll yeah, see yeah. you all next We're week. We're going to have Lot Picasso here August 29th. Absolutely. Make sure y'all tune in. Next week, we got Lot Picasso. It's going down. Y'all already yeah. know it. Hip hop artist, producer, all of that. He will be on next week. Y'all don't want to miss it. It's going to be a dope show. We'll see y'all next Monday. Peace.
hope you enjoyed your time with From the Ground Up Productions. We'll see you next time. Be sure to add our channel to your Roku list and listen to us on all streaming platforms. From the Ground Up. From the Ground Up. There's only one way to go from here.